You're listening to the Aligned Athlete Method podcast with Rosie Mead, the podcast which provides you with the tools and simple steps to achieve enhanced performance whilst living a life you love. I'm your host, Rosie Mead, expert in mindset, rest and recovery, and this is the Aligned Athlete Method podcast. Welcome to the show. Today I wanted to talk about addressing the balance as an athlete. Firstly, I don't like the term balance. I think it conjures up the image that there's this perfect sweet spot where everything has equal attention and energy given to it. But in reality, this is really impossible to achieve, as we well know. I prefer the term tilting. Tilting towards the area of your life, training, work that needs your energy and attention, but always reflecting, reassessing, making sure you're not tilting so much that 100% of your time and energy is devoted to this area. And also considering yourself in the middle of all of this and making sure that you're giving yourself everything you need to stay grounded, focused and in alignment. Paula Radcliffe used a great analogy of thinking of the work-life sport balance as juggling different balls. Some you can take more risks with, but others are fragile and you need to treat them with caution. Don't take your eyes off them. I'd say self-care is 100% one of the balls that you don't take your eyes off. Outside of sports, keep checking yourself in, taking care of your mental health and well-being. This might look different to each one of us, whether it's going out for a walk in nature, going to see friends, doing yoga or meditation, having a long bath, listening to music, whatever helps you look after your mental health and well-being. Make this a priority. As an aside, when I was researching for this topic all around juggling, I found two articles that I was really interested in. So one of them, the headline was from a coach, why I will never tell my athletes to juggle and another one was around the benefits of juggling as an athlete and I thought oh these are really interesting two polar opinions and uh, so I went into the one which was a coach saying why I will never um, uh, make my athletes juggle Um, and it was literally quite literally an article on why this coach um, suggests that athletes don't learn to juggle, juggle balls. (laughs) And another one on the benefits of juggling was also literally on the benefits of juggling balls and the hand-eye coordination and all of the benefits of juggling that can um, come about for athletes. So as an aside, I found that really funny when I was reading these articles and I still thought they were talking about a metaphor and it took me a long time to realise they were quite literally talking about juggling balls. So coming back to the topic, it's also really important to get clear on what your sporting goal is and completely clear, get clarity on this. The whole thing of creating smart goals, so these are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound, all elements of these are important, but I really wanted to hone in on what's achievable and realistic. So the nature of this podcast and my whole work is to release you of overwhelm. So focusing on these elements are really important Um, and it can be really difficult to, to kind of ensure that 
our goals are realistic and achievable when we have such an amazing big dream. But it's really vital to actually look at what's possible for us right now, given our current work or life circumstances, and being completely honest with yourself, whether you have the capacity to put in the training hours and also to not burn out in the process. Once you've decided on your goal, it's then really important to share this with your support network, whether that's your partner, family, friends, work colleagues. Tell them your goals, what your driver is for doing it, how you might need that support. In this context, I don't think that obsession is necessarily a bad word. It really shows your passion and determination and is something that will drive you to achieve your goals. But you need to share this obsession with that support network. You'll also find that if they know your goal and they understand your drivers to achieving it, they will also lift you up. They'll be the ones that will keep you going during those most challenging times. It can often be difficult as an outsider to understand that obsession, that passion, that driver. So bringing them into this is ultimately going to benefit you. It will benefit them. It will make them feel part of your journey, which then will keep you going and will help you to reach your dreams. You have to learn how to prioritise your training, but most importantly, to prioritise your recovery too. This is a subject of one of my other episodes and I will no doubt talk about recovery time and time again. But in this episode, I just wanted to touch upon sleep briefly. So making sure that you get adequate and quality sleep is crucial for performance. This might sound counterintuitive, is that kind of making time for rest can actually help you to perform better. We can't just keep training and training. We need to to rest. And when we're sleeping, that's when we regenerate, when we, we recharge. When we're juggling work-life sports, it can be really easy to manufacture more hours in the day by getting less sleep. But as we know, this can be really detrimental to performance and also to mental health. Think of it this way. Your performance doesn't just rely on how well you train, but also on how well you rest. And this can be really tricky to prioritise. I won't go through tips for getting a good night's sleep, but it's suggested that eight to nine hours sleep minimum is needed for athletes. For some of you, this might sound crazy right now, but maybe try going to bed an hour earlier for five nights and just see what the difference is in terms of your mood, your emotional well-being and the impact on your training and also on your work too. Whilst I've spoken about goals, I think life as a busy athlete means that it's crucial to be flexible. You need to be organised, but the plan needs to be baggy enough to fit your life into. I love that line, don't you? Give yourself wiggle room so that you can move sessions around if needed. And also, don't stress about missing a session. Life happens. Find ways that you can train smart, for example, training first thing in the morning or commuting to work by bike or running to work. Obviously, during the current times, you might be working more from home. Maybe see if you can take a long lunch break or start work late or finish early so that you can train. If you're going for a swim, how about running there or do a strength session after the swim session? Find ways to combine training and family life. So a recent example is that John um, went out. He needed to do a long run. Off the top of my head, I can't remember how many miles. He definitely did tell me at the time. Um, but it was, it was a long, long run. And so we combined it with a lunch at my mum and dad's. So I took the kids over to mum and dad's. They played there for the morning. 
Um, and then John ran from our house. So he'd obviously left before we did. He then um, met me at my mum and dad's, had a shower there and we all had lunch. And that, as a spouse, um, it worked really well. We kind of, we both got to do what we wanted. The kids were happy. We still had that kind of quality family time. Um, and it, it worked well. And then John felt really happy because he'd been able to fulfill that on his training plan um, without feeling guilty that he was taking time away from family. We found creating a weekly rhythm also helps massively. So this might sound incredibly anal, but for us, it works. I just want to say that the Alliance Athlete Method is a toolkit. So anything that I say in this episode or within our method, none of it is prescriptive. You do you. So you find um, what works for you, take what works, put the other stuff to one side. Maybe it doesn't work for you right now. It might do in the future or you kind of get to understand these tools and then you might be able to then pass that on to friends as well who need it. Um, So I would recommend trying different things out and seeing what works for you and not taking any of it as prescriptive as something you have to do. Just see what works. But the premise with the kind of weekly rhythm is really simple. It is a little time consuming, but it saves you time in the long run. Choose a day that works for you to set aside, say, 30 to 40 minutes with your partner or doing this on your own. Whether you work best on a paper diary or an electronic calendar like Google Calendar, look at your diary for the next two weeks. Are there any big events coming up or things happening at work? Highlight these to make sure that anything you need is in place, such as childcare or work arrangements. Then for the next week, schedule in your training sessions and their duration, taking into consideration anything else that you've got going on in lifestyle and work. So you try and minimise overloading yourself. You're not going to want to do a long training session if you've had an intense day at work or long hours or a big commute. For myself, I'll often use this time to also schedule in work-related goals for each day. We've created pretty much a regular pattern in terms of training and it just needs to be tweaked every so often, depending on if one of us is out for work or a social event. And then each week on the same day, look to the next fortnight. So that first week will have been counted in the previous week's session, that makes sense. So then anything major will have already been highlighted unless it sort of sprung up in the last few days. And then all you need to do is plan in your training sessions for that upcoming week. So you always look at those kind of lifestyle stuff for the next two weeks. Training is scheduled in for the next week and then highlighting anything of interest for that following week and the rhythm continues. At the beginning of the year, we did something similar for 2022. We used our whiteboard to map out each month with big events that were happening. So this included John's um, training John's um, specific events actually was more more events than training so that's more of the kind of um, smaller planning but it was um, events that he had coming up races he wanted to do um, events that he wanted to create himself as well and then for me it was uh, any band events going to gigs uh, trips away stuff like that we put everything down onto this whiteboard And then we could see immediately that March is going to be a busy month with John's events and me going to gigs. So in my own head, I know that I'm going to keep work quieter that month. 
And then as a family, we're going to protect weekends in March so that we do have free time to just chill at home. This is something that's worked for us. And as a couple, it means that we can both make time for the things we want to do, whether together or separately. We can generally both have our cake and eat it too. Um, It also meant that it highlighted certain clashes where one of us then had to make a decision whether we were going to go to an event or not. Um, And that's just life, isn't it? Uh, But it meant that we highlighted this ahead of time, whereas before it probably would have got closer to the time and we're thinking, shit, we've got to organise childcare or it just all becomes a bit of a flap. So this has been highlighted way ahead of time. So over to you. I've got a little task for you this week. Try out this weekly home rhythm. Set aside 30 minutes or so and go through the steps that I've mentioned. Look to the next couple of weeks, highlight anything major that you've got coming up in work, life, training, events. Schedule in your training sessions for the next week. Share this with your spouse or anyone that might be affected or even just friends for accountability. And that topic is for another episode all around accountability. But see what difference this makes. You might just find that having time mapped out in this way actually gives you a sense of freedom. I know this might sound bizarre. And you also might feel like you're gaining time and mental clarity by knowing that everything important has time given to it. It reduces that overwhelm. It reduces that kind of chaotic feeling of trying to fit everything in. You know that you've scheduled the important stuff. It's in your plan. And anyone else that might be impacted by the plan is also clear and they understand it. There are no surprises, which I'll be completely honest, for me, is really reassuring If I know that there's a steady state, even if we've got lots of different things going on, it just feels steady. It feels calmer because we knew that this was coming. We'd scheduled it. Let me know what you thought of this episode and how you get on with the task. I'd really love to know because this is brand new for me sharing it. It's something we've been using at home for a while, but it's the first time that I've actually shared it with others. I'm running a free five-day challenge which starts next Tuesday the 25th of January and it's called Chaos to Clarity. This is for busy athletes looking to release overwhelm and find clarity in mindset to enhance performance in 2022. It's all the stuff that we've been talking about today, all around getting clear, getting clarity and then being able to take inspired action to reach your goals. I'd absolutely love to see you in there go to rosiemead.com forward slash challenge or click the link in the show notes um, so that you can sign up, you can get the emails, you can get access to the exclusive Facebook group. Do share this with your friends. I think at the moment um, that the podcast is going out, we have 40 people signed up, which is absolutely incredible. I would really, really love to get to 100. That's my big goal. So do sign up, share with friends, share with your network. And I will see you in the challenge. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Athlete Podcast with Rosie Mead. If you've liked this episode, why not join my free Facebook community? Check out the Aligned Athlete Club. Let's get you feeling aligned in both training and lifestyle and living a life you love.